0: This is the Rockaroo. Nope. This is. I'm going normal. This is the Rockaroo.
1: office well no that's malone
0: <laughs> yes kevin malone reference love it um apparently nolan's a big office fan did you catch that on one one of the recent broadcasts billborgs was talking about how he watches the office almost every day
1: uh no i did not that i did crazy? not catch that
0: at all i mean great show fantastic show
1: Um, absolutely yeah
0: but going back to kevin newman he uh the i think the paperwork was finalized uh saturday night he is in fact the new owner of your colorado rockies
1: hey oh he's a he's a pittsburgh pirates uh grown individual with a lot of history a lot of um very, uh, very good experience in Major League Baseball. Uh, hopefully, that can transfer over into a good ownership.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, what? What did he hit three leadoff home runs? Seemed like it, at least two, right? And then he didn't. Yeah. He didn't even play on. Hurdle was like, let's let's call some mercy. He didn't even play on Sunday. So, but <laughs> guess what? The leadoff hitter hit a lead-off home run anyway. (laughs) So, man. So I was going to make this – I was going to bring this up in our last episode, and I was going to say, hey, you know what? The good news is the Rockies have six games to win one to make sure they finish the month with double-digit wins. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because it's not that funny, and they're playing the Pirates, and I'll just let it be – Turns out it, uh, it happened. The Rockies couldn't beat Boston one out of two games. And it's not like Boston is having a great year this season. Oh, no.
1: No, they're not.
0: And then Pirates, you know, um, strut into town. And uh, they couldn't get, couldn't get one of three to finish the month. And then they started September off poorly as well on Sunday.
1: Yeah, so the the Rockies, since our last podcast, did not win a game. They are officially eliminated out of the uh, division. uh the true? Division race. Yeah. Oh yes. boy. And they are uh, ten losses uh, away from being eliminated altogether in the playoffs. So wow. Uh, apparently, that that should only take about a week or week and a half or so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are officially, they officially let uh, Pittsburgh leapfrog them in the, the standings of the National League. So now they are the second worst team, uh, only in front of the Miami Marlins. And uh, let's see, they're probably, uh, there's one, two, three, four, good, four, five teams that are worse than the Rockies. Six teams. In all of baseball. Record wise. You know, record. Yeah. Record wise.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I'm kind of at the the position and tell me if you believe in this theory as well, but at, at a certain point with really any sports teams, it's not just baseball specific, but um when you when you're kind of already out of it, it's almost like you might as well lose as many as you can to get um, that higher draft pick not as huge of a deal as uh in baseball as it is in other sports, but you know you you 'd like to have um, more pick of the litter than not that 's what i that 's- that 's what I subscribe to i don 't know if that 's something you you believe or not or if you believe in hey we're professionals and rah, rah rah we're gonna send daniel murphy out there we're gonna send ian desmond out there and try and win as many games because that's what they're telling us in the in these interviews bud black and the players we're still gonna compete and well i guess it does it that you know your actions are saying different than your words
1: yeah, either that, or our team really is that bad, which is uh, worst case. Which is worse. <laughs> they're still losing, you know. Uh, yeah, and rather than be uh, officially saying, you know what, we're we're not a hundred percent focused. We're gonna try out some guys and uh, go from there. I mean, obviously, I think that I think you probably could push to get Marquez back if you really wanted, if you were really of that mindset. But obviously, they're gonna take the. Safe road and rightfully so, you know Marquez and Gray Wolf, Dark Wolf. Those guys need to get healthy for next season. We don't need to see them back, as disappointing as it is. If you are, let's say, a fantasy owner, but you know, like that's just the way it is right now for these Colorado Rockies. They don't have a. They are not competitive. They they aren't. I mean, the Pittsburgh Pirates came to town and just absolutely annihilated them it wasn't uh fun baseball to watch at all i mean they uh were not good in any aspect of of any realm of it they they really couldn't hit uh they scored eight in that first pirates game but five of them came in the eighth inning you know it's like eh, four in the second one four in the third two in the fifth and they, they get beat every single game at home uh, pretty darn embarrassing you know like they air er- they had three errors in the last game two errors in the in Saturday's game um, defensively they're just not looking good two errors in Friday's game and yeah no errors in that first game so that was good uh, I don't like I can't point at one thing that the Rockies are doing right now that I'm like oh yeah look at that. Other than the fact that they finally made the call and got Hilliard up. I mean, thank goodness they did that, you know. Uh, outside of that, what uh, what else? I don't know.
0: Well, what what really chaps my thighs is the fact that they called Tickies back up to start on Sunday, and he actually, ha- other than the leadoff homer, has a – a decent outing, you know, relative to what he has been doing. A pretty decent outing. And the 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 big swinging batters can't do shit against some fucking guy named Brault. And why does it always seem like there's some story with the opposition's pitcher? Oh, he was a singer at Regis University, and now he's back, and he has a... he's. You know, sometimes I feel like just mere mention of... An event or a thing a manifests manifests itself into reality, i.e., uh, Marcelo Zuna going yard in, into Big Mac Land in St. Louis. Remember, they were talking about Big Mac oh, yeah. Land, and he just boom yeah. right on cue. And then Brault hits a fucking bomb. I don't even know if Blackman has hit one that far this season. So, like, it it, it, it it's it's just it's it's the shit. I think I've said this before. It's the cherry on the, or it's the cherry on top of the Sunday. It's the, uh, whatever it's, it's so bad. I can't even gather my thoughts cause they're all red and angry and <laughs> up, upsetting, upsetting me. I'm upset.
1: Yeah. Well, so to go back to your point on whether they should just kind of start quote unquote, take tanking for a strategy. Um, I never yeah said i guess tanking. i can i know you didn't I, that's why i said quote unquote oh that's oh, uh, here that's let me do the that air means? quotes yeah, oh. yeah let me do the air quotes well yeah you should have done uh, that the tanking. first king
0: i would have seen you and i would have yeah. understand yeah
1: yeah so sorry uh sorry about that so um yeah i okay if i'm uh, let's say the pittsburgh pirates let's just say for them for example so they're kind of in a little bit different situation than the Rockies in the fact that they really don't have that dude. They got Josh Bell, but they don't have that, like, franchise guy. And they got Clint Hurdle. And for me, if I'm a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, I want to see that team really try to put it together because I need to know whether I'm going forward with Clint Hurdle or not, right? Like, he's on the he's on the hot seat. Or should be. I don't yeah. know if he is or not, but it's like – rocky's just signed bud black so they're i mean they're clean there you know like there's he's not on the hot seat we can say what we want if i I mean it would be impressive if they fired him even after like even after signing that contract because it's like hey that would show what we what we made a mistake guys and we're willing to eat this eat this mistake and move on from it uh to some extent you know like i don't know if i'd be happy about that or not but Whatever the case may be, he's not necessarily on the hot seat, but Hurdle is. And if I'm in the Pittsburgh Pirates fans' shoes, I want to see what I got there. So I would like to see them, you know, put the effort forth. And I think we did see that if you watch the the Pittsburgh Pirates play the Rockies. I don't know how the rest of their season has been as far as you know whether the effort is there or not. But for our Rockies, I mean, we've got blackman locked up we've got arenado locked up we've got marquez locked up we've got our manager locked up there really isn't any question marks uh, other than the fact that they all just have to play better so you know like yeah maybe if we can add better pieces for them next year that's probably better than just getting like the fifth pick as opposed to the or getting the 10th pick as opposed to the know fifth or fourth which would be a better spot as long as the can turn that into something of course of if they're drafting pitchers up there maybe i get a little questionable you know freeland right now yeah I- i'm still on board i am but uh next year we'll be we will know if they can draft picks pitchers high
0: well john gray when you you
1: Oh, yeah, true. That's
0: true. I I would put him. I would would say.
1: Where did they draft him? Do you remember? Third. Yeah, yeah. he was a big boy.
0: But then there's also Riley Pint. A little different story because he was out of high school, so the development time is a little longer. Pretty much haven't heard anything about him, though, this season. So uh, I think he was a fourth overall.
1: Well, bring him the fuck up. Get him up here. <laughs> what do we
0: where We got to lose? Yeah, you know, you you brought up Hilliard, they they finally called up Sammy Boy and uh which I'm very grateful for. Glad to see it. I just thought it was funny that it was like 4 days before the extended rosters is that
1: game was <laughs> almost like a, a
0: Like I believe they should have called him up at the beginning of the month. Whatever. Um, you know, like you said, you know, you mentioned the pirates don't really have a superstar other than Josh Bell, who is, you know, kind of cementing himself as that for them, which how great would it be to get that guy at first?
1: Um, oh man, that would be sweet. Yeah.
0: But, and then you look at the Rockies and you have like three with Nolan, Blackman and story, you know? So, and then I guess maybe even throw. Porcelain doll in there as well,
1: but got I got four all stars legitimately this year. <laughs>
0: yeah, proven. Yes, proven. Yeah. Um. But I want to talk about since Hilliard came up and and, and we're talking about him now, I want to bring up the fact of let's talk possible uh, movement of one Charlie Blackman as in a trade in the off-season. What are your instincts telling you when I say something like that?
1: Oh, man, my instincts don't like it for, I don't know, instinctively. Just like right off the bat, if I was doing one of those games, you know, like which road would you take, left road or right road? Which way would you go, up or down? You know, whatever, however you play that game. Uh, Instincts would say, I don't like that. But that's just the, the fanship coming out in me where it's like, oh man, I like, I like Blackman. He's our homegrown guy. We got him on a pretty good contract. He can hit his splits. in all reality are really favorable to course field. Um, always has kind of been that way. So I like him staying at, at course field. And I'd really like it. You know, if, if the implemented DH in, in national league, you know, that <laughs> season, which It'sn't gonna happen. No. But um, if you can find a buyer and you can get some good young pieces, especially in the you know on the pitching side of things, I like the depth the Rockies have in the outfield. I like there's no doubt that the Rockies can develop outfielders. If there's one thing in all of the Rockies' history, that you can say they can develop outfielders, offensively speaking, I guess. Maybe not so much defensively, but so can we fill in for him? Yeah, I think we, I think we absolutely could. So if you could get something really powerful there, or even a even a first baseman, I mean, Rockies need to legitimately address first base if they're not going to go with McMahon, and that. You know, that needs to happen. So I kind of like, logically speaking, I kind of like the thought of, hey, can we move this guy for something that we really, really need? Where it's like, do you really need Charlie Blackman? Not as much as you need a legitimate starting pitcher right now.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm on the same sentiment right now. I, you know, he's great for the lineup. There's just no two ways about it, but at the same time, as a leadoff guy, it's just, I mean, he's thrived in that role, and it's hard to argue with what he's done in that role, but I still don't believe he's hes what you want in that role, um, you know, and the record is kind of showing that. Right. Yeah, I get it. You, you, you got a chance to play Arizona one game for a wild card. You got a chance to beat. The Cubs in thirteen Innings by one run, uh, and then just slap the dog and is that a term? Can we slap the dog in the divisional series? If you want to call that success, okay, <laughs> I guess you know one of eight teams isn't bad, but anyway, now that the record is bad and you start to see all the little things that are like, ooh, that's not good. Like, you can put up with Charlie's subpar outfielding play when you're winning games. Y- you can. But then when you call up a young Sam Hilliard who has the power, okay, we saw that in his debut. Boom, brought out the boom stick. Blam. Yeah. And, oh, I thought Ramblam, Ramblam's injured. Um He's on the IL anyway. Ramblam
1: is injured, but Blam is just a
0: oh, that's just general. so
1: happens that Ramblam you know rhymes and goes together. But yeah, Blam is is generally speaking.
0: But so you see Hilliard out there in right field, and you see the way he plays right field. He and then cut to Charlie Blackman, and there it's kind of it's a lot more obvious. And. Yeah you put up with Charlie not doing certain things when, again, when you're winning games and everything's going well and he's hitting and all that stuff. But when you're, you know, thinking about the future, you think, well, I mean, there's a play on, I don't, I can't remember if it was Saturday night or Friday night. It was this ball that like, if Charlie would have just kind of been more aggressive on and ran in towards the thing, he, he would have probably caught the thing and it would have been inning over. Instead, they, scored a run, and then I think maybe even an, a, another run. Um, and then his ability to go to the gap isn't great, though he may, he he has made some pretty good plays in right field up against the wall specifically. So it's not 100% terrible, but I think w- like a Sam Hilliard or David Dahl is even better. And then with all this talk about how big the Coors Field outfield is, Maybe that's something, you know, they need to think about. Like let's have some more athletic like we love Charlie's bat, but we need some athletic guys out there in the outfield. And I know it's hard to say, well, let's get rid of a proven, you know, three-time all-star for a young guy. Like yeah, that's tough. I I know, but um at a certain point, you got to you got to kind of think of all options. It is hard to think about trading a guy that is only two years into his, you know, long-term deal, but yeah, I I mean, I think as a fan, I at this moment and obviously things are bad right now. So, you know, desperation maybe starts to sneak out, but I think I'd be fine to see Charlie moved in the off season. And the reason I brought it up was because near the the trade deadline there were rumblings about charlie blackman being traded and at the time i was like oh that's stupid that's ridiculous you need him he's a great player and in a mere month you know thinking more about it it just kind of it almost makes sense
1: yeah i mean i guess i'd ask like what would you want for him if if we're gonna go down that road and then i'll just say this from from a uh What? Yeah. Well, here. Sorry. uh, Let me finish this up, and uh, I'll just say this from the fantasy uh, baseball perspective analysis. uh, That would be horrible. Like if you were an owner of Charlie Blackman on your fantasy baseball team, you would hate him to go somewhere else. Uh, So you know, depends on which uh, which viewpoint you're coming from there. But so if you if you are moving Blackman, then what are you getting back? You ready? Yeah.
0: Oh, boy. So, Charlie Blackman. It's the package now. Charlie Blackman and Nolan Arenado for Mookie Betts and Xander Bogarts.
1: Oh, you put Bogarts man. at third.
0: Oh, you man. You put Bogarts at third. You lock up Story. And you got Betts in your outfield. And you get rid of Nolan, who, let's face it, can't run. Won't run. Let's say won't. I'm so sick of seeing him just chuckle bucket up the line. I hate that. I just really hate that. Uh, really makes me not want to watch games. And I know, listen, I get the freaking, I get the defense. It's really good. And whatever, you want to pencil him in for forty-one thirty, That's fantastic. But at the same time, uh, it's like where, I feel like there's just no, clutchness there other than during the regular season which is great and I get it you don't make it to the playoffs without Nolan's forty-one thirty, but I mean that's a drastic that's a drastic trade right and you would then have to lock up Mookie which would be, be risky and I don't know yeah. where, where Bogarts is with his contract but uh, it's just a thought a fun little discussion topic
1: yeah, I mean, okay, so pro- it probably. Came oh, sorry, you're watching the.
0: Oh, and and a, and a and a if you can do it, a pitching prospect, which I think you could. I think you could do those two guys who are multiple time All Stars, big bats. Nolan has the platinum glove and the gold gloves. I think you could do Charlie Nolan for Mookie. Xander Bogarts, and then maybe not Boston's top pitching prospect, but a uh, kind of a higher level pitching prospect.
1: So, if you break it down, I assume that you uh, thought of this while the Red Sox were putting the beat down on the Rockies.
0: Maybe two
1: games set,
0: but <laughs> the idea was first birthed last season. It was when we did a podcast with our man Austin. Or did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Austin. Uh, and, uh, I brought up first, I brought up Mookie bats and you both laughed in my face. Also yeah, kind of sp- spit in it while you were laughing. And then I brought up Jackie Bradley jr. And it was like, Oh, would do you, would, would you even want him? Um,
1: his 478 but Jack shirt made <laughs> it look exciting to have him, but he's, he's, uh, yeah, you don't want him.
0: He's a defensive play though, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, yeah.
0: But anyway, yes. It it may have also been birthed from this most recent uh, <laughs> two game set against the Rockies.
1: So so here's what I say on that. Uh, I think if you could if you could work something like that, yeah, definitely. I mean, Mookie Betts won an MVP. Nolan Arenado hasn't even done that yet, and Bogarts is what twenty six right now. I mean the dude. It feels like he's been in the league for effing ever, yeah. but um, he's a young, young dude with legit. He's he's a legitimate player. He's got very good. I mean, he's very good defensively. He doesn't hurt you there, and uh, he's not like that forty home run guy. Although he could potentially be, you know, and he's twenty six, so. That would be a phenomenal deal. It's just like, how do you how do you work that? You almost got to throw in Rogers to get it done. To be totally honest, I mean, really, Arenado so. is. Yeah, I mean, the Arenado's great. Mookie Betts is obviously having a uh, a pullback year, if you will. But to get something like that done, you're talking about getting two young studs. Uh, I don't know. Arenado's really good, so you probably yeah. could. You probably could work it in. It's not like, obviously, Blackman's no, no sloucher. He's a legit replacement, and he could then move to a DH role, which is where he belongs right now for some weird reason. He just, although he power shags, he power shags all the time. So
0: I'd like and to yes. know what that means. <laughs> sounds funny.
1: Oh. You, sounds so, like a
0: nickname. Um,
1: <laughs> he's the power shagger. You never hear the boys in the box talk about power shagging. No, during batting practice.
0: Uh uh-uh. uh What?
1: Yes, yeah, bring it I up all the time. Tune
0: those efforts out by now, I guess. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. I mean, I would say that at least seven broadcasts that I've listened to oh. they talk about how Charlie Charlie Blackman gets gets so good defensively because he's out there power shagging during batting practice. Meaning you're just basically. Playing legit outfield while they're they're yeah. hitting out there. Um,
0: oh, I'm writing this down.
1: So, <laughs> the, <laughs> but you upgrade defensively with Mookie Betts, and you get a you know you get a legitimate replacement to Arenado. He's not Bogarts isn't probably as I don't know. Maybe he is as well known as as Arenado. Uh, maybe not as accomplished defensively speaking. Uh, but it would be a, it would be a blockbuster deal it would look good and Boston wouldn't have to deal with Arenado because he'd have that contract um, you would have to lock up bets I think it would look it would look good to see it I still think that Boston probably is would be skeptical of that type of a deal because how I mean how old is Charlie 32 33 34 yeah something like that that, that gets a little tricky there.
0: Yeah, I agree, but I think the the reason that it makes it not as crazy as it sounds at first glance is the fact that uh you know Boston offered Mookie an extension and he declined it. And so you know that that would be a benefit for Boston to move him if they feel they can't sign him. And at least get something from him, but then it'd be big risk on the Rockies' part because then they would have to, you know, if you sign if you do that deal, you got to sign him long term. So you probably
1: work that out before you do the deal,
0: right? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. You know, with the agent or what? I mean, I don't know how that all that works um, logistically or whatnot, but um, it's a you know the odds are probably in the below the. Below the surface, but uh, it's fun to think about. It. I, it's just yeah. it's birthed out of frustration with these guys, right? Remember when Blackman stole like forty-one bases? Yeah, I think he, I think he went full on. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna beef up. I'm gonna put protein mix in my morning coffee, and I'm gonna hit some motherfucking bombs. And that's what he did, and he succeeded. But then the speed and the the running is just. Uh, it's it's no longer there.
1: Yeah. I, so I think we've talked about this before. It gets a that year that he stole all those bases. You just want to be a little cautious of going back to that because I think his steal percentage was like really low. He got caught a bunch too. He was just stealing a bunch.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he still hasn't. I don't even think he's had double digits since that year. Yeah, I mean, forty-one is stopped. a
1: lot. He just stopped attempting, though. That's what I'm saying. All right. You know, like it. I mean, which is shitty, right? If he right? to steal that much, that's, I think that's fine. He's, his attempts go way down, and he doesn't get caught as frequently. Or his attempts go way up, and he's always getting thrown out. You know. Well, what do you do? You think
0: that was a a, a team directive then? Like, hey, stop doing this. Or do you think he did that <laughs> uh, on I his don't own? Know.
1: Uh, maybe team directive. So he had forty three steals and fifteen.
0: Oh, it was forty three. That's those. That's not a terrible. Well, I guess it's only he had
1: he had forty three stolen bases. That's pretty. That's really good. Yeah, he had thirteen. He was caught thirteen times.
0: Oh, I thought you said fifteen.
1: No, thirteen. Oh, in two thousand fifteen is when it happened. Oh,
0: into I gotcha.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. So. Um, yeah, what is that? So his he was 77%. That's not that's terrible. Not, that's it's not great. Not, it's not good. It's not good. So this this one is really bad though. So then in the next year he, he has 17 stolen bases and caught nine times.
0: Yeah, that's not as good.
1: And then 2017, that's not that long ago. 14 stolen bases, caught 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. That's those not good at all. Yeah. So that, but that goes back to the point that you were probably trying to make. And then they're just like, hey, stop stealing bases,
0: dude. <laughs> stop trying. <laughs> Which is a problem with a quote on, oh, here, air quotes, quote unquote, leadoff guy that's uh, That you won't let steal bases. That, to me, is a big-time
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. problem. <laughs> that's Big an time. issue. That's an issue. And then you put... And, and we can talk about this. Then you, you're you like, hey, let's experiment with uh, Trevor's story up there. Yeah. And let's just be honest. Like That's just like... I mean, yeah, it's better than Blackman because story is at least fast. But uh, you're kind of going the wrong direction there, fellas.
0: Yeah. And then you got... You got ground out city between Blackman and Nolan, who let's face it, like there's an episode early this season refocused. I, I mean, there's no focus with any. Almost maybe let's hey let's forfeit, go play your golf or play wiffle ball. You want to go play wiffle ball, Nolan? Want to go play wiffle ball with your your cousins? That's fine. <laughs> we'll forfeit the rest yeah. of the season. You guys can relax and get ready for 2020. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what they I look mean, like,
1: right? I mean that's come what on. it looks like out there. I mean we we got uh, I can't I mean I can't point to anything. Like uh, this weekend, I watched uh, two things. There's two things that I can point to that I was like, oh man, that was awesome. Ian Desmond throwing out a dude at home plate. Ian Desmond throwing out a dude at yes. second.
0: very. Got to give it up for D twenty. There, those were both. Yeah. he's he's turning into a really solid.
1: Left fielder, outfielder. I mean, he's yeah. That's it, though. Out of <laughs> out of six games that I just got done watching, you know, like that's it. Yeah, Nolan Arenado hit some home runs, uh, but so when worthy? Yeah,
0: when you're down by ten and you hit a two-run home run, who
1: gives a shit? I mean. And the those Pittsburgh Pirates coming into town and doing what they did, the way they did it to you, is just a it's a four finger claw punch to the throat. <laughs> <laughs> well just- <laughs> it's, it's just like, come on, they, they were the team behind you. Directly behind at you. Home. Now they're directly in front of you. Yeah, On so.
0: Stranger Things night on Friday and on Sandlot movie day on Sunday. I mean, what the fuck is it going to take to get these guys up to play? Can't do it on Bud Black. I guess it's got to be Houston's birthday every day. <laughs> I got something for Houston. I don't know. Or Houston, uh, excuse me. Houston, Jeff
1: Houston. Huey. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, AT&T... Wait, is it AT&T Sports or what are the broadcasts on now?
0: AT&T Sports Network.
1: Okay, AT&T Sports Network. Sell your rights to YouTube and let's mm. just put every
0: game on YouTube. Yes, yes. And, and, and start Melville
1: every game. <laughs> yes, please. Let's just do that. Is that those are the, the last two games that we won. Or Melville starting on YouTube. God,
0: that's TV. so that fe- seems so long ago. <laughs> that is so embarrassing. Man, a lot and one of those games was a freaking makeup game anyway. <laughs> <With the Braves. laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Well, hey, here's something I I really do want to talk about this, and I know you're gonna be you're gonna be adverse to it. I already know. Oh, here we go. And we don't have to talk about it long. Maybe I'll set a two minute clock. But like it this drives me flipping nuts. And it's the fact that Devontae Booker made the 53 man roster for the Denver Broncos yet again.
1: Wait, say that again one more time.
0: Devontae Booker made oh yeah the Denver Broncos fifty three man roster
1: again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is a Rockaroo podcast for Talking Rockies, but we are going to get into the Broncos because that's how miserable the Rockies have been. Not only that, we're going to talk about freaking Devontae Booker, who (laughs) has no business on any NFL team. And yet here, and they're going to carry in, he's done it through three different head coaches now? Ooh,
0: gosh! Or four? Just two? No, three, three, right? Three doesn't matter. At least three.
1: At least three.
0: You know, I made the joke one time that he must give the best (laughs) blowjobs in the business because it—he does nothing. It drives me. And I guess you could make the argument this season that Theo Riddick got injured, but it's just really—it's like a—I'm starting to take it personal, personally, honestly. So, all right, that's. (laughs) Unless you have anything more to say about him, we can move on.
1: <laughs> about the Denver Broncos' fifty-three man roster, or just or just uh, Booker.
0: Well, hey, either I'm I'm game.
1: Uh, that's all I've got. I I don't know. I'm a little worried about the uh, offensive line, but we'll see. We'll see. I think it'll I think it'll play itself out. Outside of that, I'd say uh, I like what they did with the roster for the most part. I don't like Booker being on there. Yeah, but I think it'll be nice to see uh, Font lining up in the backfield, font? which I think is going to happen. Is it Font or Faint?
0: Oh, the tight Noah? end, Noah, Noah, a yeah. f- uh, Fant, I think, lining fant. up in the backfield. Like, yeah, as a fullback? <laughs>
1: why? <Yeah. laughs> why the hell not? at this point all right (laughs) okay so back to Colorado Rockies Yes, should they sign Devontae Booker to come (laughs) in out of the bullpen (sighs) and get him off the the Broncos (laughs) 53 man roster go
0: no absolutely not I'd rather see uh, there's so many more I'd rather see them sign Paxton Lynch baby I think he's available now as well uh, Brock Osweiler. Oh, yeah? I I would. L- how great would that be? Paxton and Brock in the Rockies bullpen. Or f- they could be <laughs> starters. They've got the strength to probably be starters. Uh, at the, again at this point, let's uh, at, do it. Yeah, right now definitely. Um, What's Simeon? Is Simeon still got a job in
1: the NFL? <laughs> he's a he's probably still the backup. Yeah, I think
0: in backup Minnesota
1: and, Viking. Land. No,
0: New York Jets.
1: Oh, New York Jets. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, he might see some play time this year, then. Um, okay, so back, let's get back to the Rockies. You made mention of Hoffman making his making it back up, and you said, hey, the Rockies are going to give him at least one more shot. We do get to see him go, what, five innings and allow two runs, or was it six?
0: Mm, I think it was only five. I, I, I can uh, fact-check us for that while you continue.
1: No, five innings, oh, two runs, it. three strikeouts. Yeah, he did give up nine hits. Uh, which is not uh, not great, uh, but he only walked one guy, so I think that he's he's making some progress. But right now, it's like you gotta. I mean, if the Rockies don't just keep him in the rotation for the rest of the year, I, I would be very disappointed. I mean, that would that would borderline piss me off because it's like, hey, it's time <laughs> to know what you got there, and you gotta like cut loose if you gotta cut loose, but yeah. like. Give him some back-to-back. That's the other thing. They never gave him, like, a full, like, spot. And it was always spot starts here and there. And it's like, how do you ever get in a groove doing that? Like, give him his time and let him go.
0: Same kind of deal with Rico Garcia. What was the plan there? They call him up. He starts. It doesn't go well. Damn it. And then they send him back down. And there's no way he's not going to make at least another start. I don't know. Right. It's their what they're doing is it doesn't make sense, it's weird. I guess we shouldn't be that surprised, but I don't know, man.
1: What, uh, we so a long time ago we said, What would we like to see from the Rockies going forward? And you talked about getting to how many wins? 85.
0: No, I, I, no, I just 90? said like I kind of went through the rest of the schedule and said I see them oh I think their goal should have been to get to 80 wins or yeah. 82 wins Yeah yeah um or no 81 wins you know 81 and 81 and but then I said like I I only kind of project them to have 74 which that's kind of in the shitter with the <laughs> the Pittsburgh sweep so um, but yeah, I thought their goal should have been like, hey, forget about the playoffs, whatever. Let's let's get to eighty-one wins.
1: So what do we what like what do we want to see now?
0: Nothing. I, I mean, it's just a misery thing. It doesn't matter. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's the 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 reverse direction. Get that top pick, baby. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um,
1: so I would they like need to they need to bring up. Uh, I mean, obviously. Obviously, it's going to happen with September call-ups, but every everyone's on deck. They need to see what they got. So anyone that's doing well in Albuquerque needs to come up, especially pitchers, and we need to see what they can do, right?
0: Yeah, and I guess to, to legitimately answer your question, I would like to see Sam Hilliard and Jonathan Daza play every day for the rest of the season or almost every day. If you want to get Desmond at bats, okay, platoon him with Charlie. Don't keep Sam and Jonathan out of the lineup. Come on, that's ridiculous. Okay? Yeah. Then Murphy, like tell Murphy to go home, okay? He can stay on the 25 man, just tell him he he doesn't need to be there. I mean, that's
1: He's a pen He's not even a bench bat, huh?
0: <laughs> no. I mean, what's the point at this point? But, yeah. you know, joking aside, I like that they're putting McMahon at first more to see what they got, right? So see McMahon at first, see Hampson at second. And then I guess, honestly, probably get, get uh, Nolan and Trevor more time off. I, I don't think that's going to happen, and I'm not, I don't care too much if they do or not. but And then, honestly, get more time for Dom, Get Dom. Yeah. Dom should be have more starts than Tony at this point. And then I'd like to see them call up this kid, Roberto Ramos, who's a first baseman, um, who's who's really putting the wood on it in Albuquerque and yeah. and get him some 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 spots at first, you know, and then you can put McMahon at at second when that happens and, and kind of go from there. Uh but yeah I think for sure I definitely would want to see Hilliard and Daza because so you know, What about the Oh go ahead. Just cuz you cuz you know what you have in Dahl when he's available and you 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 pretty much know what you have in Ramil. So it's those two guys for next season that I mean might might dictate what you end up doing with Charlie Blackman or not. And then Yeah. You know if Dom Nunez can be a 280 hitter and you know hit more than one home run <laughs> then I mean <laughs> you mean might... more than 3 More than 3 yeah I mean I guess I don't I still have to watch to see what the defense is like but um I mean I still like Tony as the starter but you want to see Dom get those reps and just get Tony some rest too you know going yeah. into the off season so and then with the pitching, like, I don't even know, man. Like, what do you – it's not – It does, I don't even know. Like, what do you do? Uh, Ryan Castellini is injured. Uh, they brought up Garcia. Uh, I don't – they have uh, Justin Lawrence, who who Spielborgs was really hot on at the beginning of the season. I don't know. May as well. You know, may as well bring up some double-A. What's what, – I guess you don't <laughs> want to f- you don't want to fuck with their confidence. I get that, but at at a certain point, doesn't matter. I don't know. So, but uh, my you my man- send them
1: in there with the with the expectations that hey, you're just going in to see what the pros are like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my main things are Jonathan and and Sam. See if those two guys can be legitimate everyday big league players specifically Jonathan in, in center as a big league center fielder at Coors Field, covers yeah. some ground, and then, um, you know, because Blackman and Desmond and Murphy, they're all veteran guys. They should get it. They should understand. And it's not like – I mean, I guess they probably have – they have bumps in their contract if they reach certain numbers, but you know what? That's what you get for, for not being a better team. Sure. Really. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And all you fantasy players out there, tough shit. Why yeah.
0: are you keep bringing that <laughs> up? You're like making me feel guilty about that.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, hey, there's a uh, there's there's guys out there that uh, but that's the point of <laughs> you it. Take you take know? that <laughs>
0: really <laughs> seriously?
1: Who <laughs> maybe yeah, have totally.
0: money on it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but, okay you tell th- but that's just the way it goes. Like you got it that's the disadvantage like when you're when you're playing fantasy you know you got to pick guys that are in contending teams because if you're not you hit you take that risk where like hey a pitcher might just kind of be injured but they'll shut him down for the year or oh, the, yeah. your team your team might suck and they're like hey uh he's at an innings limit for the season that we wanted anyways we're just going to shut him down and that that shit happens not not that big of a deal it's just uh i just i'm trying to like Talk about something that's a different not perspective Rockies related. That yeah, Oh, yeah. I got you. Yeah, 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 well, you yeah, tell tell
0: all. tell us what you would like to see the Rockies do the rest of the way here.
1: I liked exactly what you said. I definitely think Dom needs to be the primary guy. He gets more starts than Tony. We get Hilliard for sure. Um, when it comes to Daza, I yeah, we got to see what we got there and see where we're gonna go with the outfield going forward, because there's a lot of outfielders out there. Uh, Assuming Dahl gets healthy, you know, what do you do in the outfield? You still got Desmond for a couple more years, three more, I guess, and uh, Blackman. So, you know, like, we got to figure out what we're going to do there. From the offensive side standpoint, really the only thing I definitely want to see, I would much prefer to see – McMahon at first, Hamson at second, solely. Like that would be my infield would be Arenado, Story, Hampson, McMahon, and Murphy can be a bench bat. And then of course get more more starts for Dom. But if if Tony gets more starts too, like I, I wouldn't be totally opposed to that. From the pitching standpoint, uh, I want to see Chris Rusin back up. Oh yeah. Like, let's see what that guy's got. And, and
0: brain crunch.
1: Yeah, put him in as a starter. Let's let's see if he can drop his ERA from thirty six, which I think he could do. I think he could do that. Uh, but seriously, like, hey, if you're gonna, that guy's got major league experience. Like, no reason to stash him in the minors. Like, figure out what you got, and then you cut bait with him going. You know, next year if he's if he can't get it done. But if he can get it done, great. From the from the starting pitcher standpoint, I want to. I don't want to see. I mean, obviously, we're not going to see John Gray or Marquez back. Uh, what I don't want to see Chichi Gonzalez in there at all. Like, no business at all having. He's, get him back to AAA. Like, I don't, like, why do you have him in there? Um, and then I think you go as young as possible. I think you do need to get Freeland as many starts as possible once he gets healthy. Uh, you know, I want to see him... Progress through the end of the season, so he's the the main guy that I want to see big starts from. But yeah, Lambert continues to start. Uh, get chi out of there, and then you get all of your young guys as many possible starts as as you can through the end of the year. And then you know you get Deal up for uh, the bullpen. Get him as many appearances as possible. I think we know what we got with DJ Johnson. Uh, move on from that. Is Musgrave a possibility if he's healthy? You get him back in there, uh, and yeah, that's what I would like to see from from the bullpen standpoint. I could could not care less if I see Wade Davis or Shaw or McGee out there pitching on the mound again. And yeah, you're gonna have to do it because you you just gotta fill innings. But I'm done with those guys.
0: No doubt. And I was gonna ask you about Freeland because I think I don't know where I stand. I I'm almost like, hey, just let him chill the rest of the season, get healthy. But at the same time you wanna see him have some kind of success this season to build for next season. Yeah. So I could I guess I could go either way. I'd be fine either way. And then you said obviously Marquez is out for the rest of the season. Is that has that been announced, or is that you're just no. speculating high on that? I'm
1: speculating. Okay, I'm speculating. and it's pro-
0: you're probably right. I mean, I think they'd be silly to um, to do that. They need to instead of him starting, they need to get him on the get him a a Peloton subscription yeah. and uh, yes, let's let's get that because if he has one single cramp next season, it's gonna be the bad nicknames are going to begin with him. So, um, yeah. And you know what, speaking of nicknames, just wanted to pop this out there. Uh, there has been some updates to the nickname page. It's not fully complete yet. Not everything has been added, but, uh, a lot of new stuff. So when you got some time, make sure you check that out. And, um, again, thank you for all the submissions, nickname submissions, um, it's it's coming together real nice, I think.
1: I like it. So we got uh, we got the nickname page ready to rock and get out there and vote. Yes, Art, vote as well. It's still up for submissions if you want to submit. Yeah. It, so
0: as of now, it's you know I think we'll leave things indefinite for quite some time just to make sure all all options get um, exhausted. Is that the right? Did I use that right there? Um, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Make sure everything sure. is, everyone has their voice heard and, um, you know, you don't want to, uh, I will say, I will say that Chris Iannetta, his nickname did get locked in. So I'll do a little teaser. If you're curious about that, go to the rockaroo.com, click on the there's a there's a link button there click on that tap on that if you're on mobile or touch screen and it'll take you and scroll on down to Chris Inette and see what his uh, locked-in nickname is
1: yeah and the one thing that we we missed uh, from last last time is Carlos Estevez's nickname uh, Gordon the wild thing Bombay uh, that that piece of the the uh, transmission didn't make it through the airways it did uh, not but that's that's a, a popular one in in my eyeballs yeah so i just want to get that on the actual recording
0: no i'm glad you did and if you do go to that nickname page carlos estevez is one of the guys that has um the reasonings behind the nicknames so that is you just explained it through the airways and it's also in text so you can see that as well.
1: Perfect. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, well, do you want? Should, that, we, I guess we co- oh, should we? Should ex- yeah. we?
0: Should we explain the Gordon the Wild Thing Bombay? Because
1: if yeah, if explain it.
0: Well, so there was a nickname submission for Carlos Estevez, and the nickname I'm pretty. I think the nickname was Gordon, and the reasoning was that. Um, Okay, so it was Carlos Estevez to Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez played Gordon Bombay in the Mighty Ducks franchise. So that's how you got Gordon for for Carlos Estevez. And then, you know, there were also some submissions about, uh, you know, Charlie Sheen, his birth name so you i think you brought up his stage name is carlos estevez i don't i don't remember maybe that got cut anyway so i won't but charlie sheen's birth name is carlos estevez
1: no 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 yeah no. yes no
0: look it up emilio
1: estevez what oh
0: that's the thing so that's right yes that's right. So Martin Sheen, his real name is like Ignacio Estevez or something like that. He changed it to Martin Sheen for acting purposes. Emilio right. kept his the same. So he was never right. Emilio Sheen. And then Carlos Estevez went to Charlie Sheen. Anyway, that's where the yes. whole Charlie Sheen, Carlos Estevez wild thing from the Major League movie. And then you geniusly pointed out that you could – they work, and you could combine them both, and you can go with Gordon, the Wild Thing Bombay.
1: Yes, yeah. Because it was, um, what what was it, it was Rick the Wild Thing Bond in the actual movie? Yes, so, yes, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's a that one's. Hey, get out there!
0: And just for the but record, he's got a lot,
1: as Carlos Casavas has got a lot of them out there that are pretty substantial, so. Big be, games, that is <laughs> yeah
0: and just for you know there were a lot of gordon bombay um <laughs> gordon bombay references which for for different players and from different people i i assume it could be the same person but you know there was the famous gordon bombay for brendan Rodgers, which um you know, if you're curious about that, I, I implore you to go to the nickname page because that is Brendan Rogers. There's some new Brendan Rogers nicknames as well, too. So uh,
1: check that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, and don't look into that as far as uh, you know whether that dates our listeners or not. I mean, we're we're cutting edge here. We still have you know some uh, some people that are new age that listen to the rock Well, uh, yeah, this one in particular. You not know, just uh, yeah, it's the mighty Ducks. No, that's the
0: way it goes. Hey, and if, even if you're a newborn, you should know uh, know about the Mighty Ducks and Major League. Yeah, that, that's a good point. That's mm. a good point.
1: Perfect. All right. Well, so we got we got some nickname talk in there again. Uh, really, we steered away away from the games in general. Uh oh, were we supposed to talk so, about those? No, I thought, I brought up so Kevin horrible. Newman. You did bring up Kevin Newman. I brought up and we brought up the two great throws that Desmond had. Yes. Uh,
0: I am glad we, you. I am glad you brought that up because that it is important to get, even though it's few and far between, (laughs) it it is important to get the good stuff out there and give uh, credit to the, the laundry guys. Those uniforms are looking fresh at the top of the first every game.
1: <laughs> and at the bottom of the ninth, but whatever. Ooh, slam! <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So we got the, we did we get we got some good Rockies talking, some good a, a little little Broncos here and there, and some nicknames. So some trade talk, uh, early trade talk for off season. One thing I wanted to say while we were talking about that trade talk is, don't expect anything to to materialize because we all know when it comes to the uh, Rockies off season and just overall transactions, they are as conservative as it gets and scared to take risks. They like to be nice and chill out there. So um, maybe that will change. I would love to see that change, but I can't remember the last like, big deal that they did that yeah. was like, whoa, shocked my brain. Well, that doesn't really happen. Desmond, are not Desmond, uh, Luke Roy, I guess, was oh, the yeah. last, like, kind of big one.
0: That guy went from, like, MVP candidate to traded all over the place to, like, can't even, you know, to, to like. get in his con-
1: head blown off. Yeah, by
0: Marisnyk, <laughs> you s-
1: Like, what? Marisnik, that piece of crap.
0: Like, that is so <laughs> fucked up. And
1: <laughs> It is. It is. <laughs>
0: Like he even that next the next time they played the Angels he got plunked and and the Astros bench was all upset and mad and it's like fuck you like you knew it was coming Mariznick was even like guys chill out like I deserve that get back in <laughs> yeah. the dugout like relax so it's but, a good
1: thing they didn't drill him in the head but Jeez. Uh, yeah
0: but now uh, Lucroy's playing for the C- Cubs is he not Uh uh-huh. Yeah. I, I think the Angels, awesome. yeah, the Angels released him and the Cubs picked him up. I'm I'm almost 100 on that. Um, but I do want to you'd have to think this off-season or I mean again like you said it's the Rockies and who knows, but you'd have to think Breedick is kind of like in oh shit mode. Like I got to do some Should be. Yeah, should be. You know, other franchises he would be. Um, you know, and he, you know, you might have to take that risk. You might have to take that risk to 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 keep the the job.
1: Yeah, you know, like the but the risk of trading away Nolan Arenado, a fan favorite, is that's huge. Yeah, Charlie Blackman, a fan favorite, like the no matter what, it's not just the risk of oh, what's the team gonna do on the field. It's also the risk of. What's going to bring people to the park, and that's a bigger factor than I think we like to give it credit for when it comes to how the Rockies manage their roster, unfortunately. And yeah, Blackman and Arenado are definitely producers, um, but if you could if you could do something to make your team way better, then you got to do it, and sometimes that means. Sending those guys away. And it's not like Bogarts and Betts wouldn't be a fan favorite, fan oh, favorites either. But, instant. So, but it, you know, just the the classic Rockies fan doesn't necessarily think that way. Sometimes, you know, the, we are we are a uh, fan base that is very loyal because that's kind of how they've taught us to be.
0: Well, and I think that's a good thing too, and I think yeah. a lot of that is Broncos country related. I mean, that's a great yeah. fan base. Obviously, a lot of Rockies fans are Broncos fans as well. But right. I think the Rockies fans are evolving to like, you know what? We don't give a fuck about these superstar players. Like let's win some games. And I know there there were, you know, there were before Nolan was signed there were season ticket holders that were tweeting out like if they don't re-sign Nolan I'm I'm not renewing my season tickets and I get that but I think as as the Rockies fans the younger fans get older and and you know they they want more than just you know they want to win and be in playoffs consistently I mean playoff baseball is just the best Right, especially yeah. at, yep. at Coors Field. So, uh, I think I don't know. Maybe we're we're kind of coming to the end of the. I mean, you kind of this team almost now that I'm you know we're verbalizing it here out loud. You know, it is kind of reminiscent of the 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 Larry Walker. Galaraga, Castilla, Ellis Burks era, where you do have these, you know, Blake Street bombers all over the place, all these really good players. Yeah. But you know what? That shit didn't work then. It's not really working now. What's what's the direction then? You know, and I think that's where the front office needs to really kind of look and evaluate things and be feel comfortable giving up a black man. And you know, I think if 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 you believe enough in Brendan Rodgers, then if you can move Blackman and Rodgers can come up and kind of fill that fan void, then, you know, maybe it'll work. Obviously, I mean, no matter what, even if the Rockies win World Series and stuff and you you get rid of a guy like Blackman, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be tough for the fan. And even myself, who... You know, I'm a Charlie critic, but I also love Charlie too. So I'd be upset to see him leave, but I'd also like to see the Rockies be competitive in September.
1: Absolutely. So if you're listening out there, Bridek, 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 hey, take take some notes. We want a World Series contending team on a uh, year-to-year basis. Yeah. That's what the fanship wants. So, all right. What else you want to get out there before we move on to the uh, preview?
0: Nothing other than I cannot wait to see what goes down in Los Angeles.
1: Oh, okay. I like to hear that. So, that is our preview. The Rockies go to Los Angeles to play the Dodgers. First up, they're going to take their crack at. Walker Bueller. Oh we, shit.
0: Oh Yeah. Is he pissed that Kevin Newman just bought the team right from under him?
1: Probably. Probably. Uh, he's he's gonna come out with some focus, I have a feeling, but maybe the Rockies can out focus his ass. And yes. take him to the streets. I don't know what that means, but anyways, he goes he gets he gets taken to the street. Lampert, he's our he's our main man, our main stable. He's the veteran of the uh, <laughs> pitching crew. Pitching Peter rotation. the kid. Peter the kid. I, I'm really liking Peter the kid
0: nickname for
1: him. He's Peter the kid is gonna is going to be uh, taking his shot at the LA Dodgers in that first game. Then the second game is gonna be Chi-Chi against. Urias.
0: Can I interrupt you? He's making his comeback. Yeah, yeah. I saw Chi Chi warming up in the bullpen yesterday, so I was thinking they moved him out of the rotation. But that was just one of those things, huh?
1: Hey. He's he's probably warming up for Tuesday's (laughs) hot start against the LA Dodgers.
0: Remember when John Gray came in relief during that infamous San Diego series? I think from that point on, things have really just not been good.
1: (laughs) No. No. Um, So, Chi-Chi Gonzalez goes against Ureyes in Game 2 on Tuesday. Then Wednesday rolls around. Sensatella. All right, now we're talking. Goes against Ryu. That guy's kind of competing for Cy Young, unfortunately. Uh, That sucks. But that's going to be Game 3 on Wednesday. Then Thursday, the Rockies are going to get a much-needed day of rest. So, going into Friday, they're going to stay in the state of California. They're just going to move down south a bit and take on the Padres. I don't know who's going to be pitching for the Rockies. The Padres are going to throw some dude, Lamet, on Friday. Uh, some dude named Casey on Saturday and they, they don't even know who they're throwing Sunday, so Sunday's way too far out there. But two California series against the first-place team. I guess the Rockies can just play spoiler from here on out. And then maybe they can take some games from the Padres and think about taking that next step out of the basement and into the... I don't know what's above the basement that's not the... I don't know. Cellar? I don't even know. Cellar basement, those are the same... Hopefully they can make a move above the Padres at some point in time before the season ends, and uh, here we go. All
0: right. Hey, so before we get out of here tonight, just want to make a a programming announcement. Since uh, the Denver Broncos will be opening up the season on Monday Night Football next week, Uh, Rockaroo won't record until that next day. So just wanted to to remind you folks that uh, next week's episode will be uh, a little little later in the week.
1: Moving on to the next uh, couple series, four games against the Dodgers, three games against the Padres. Let's see some something. Let's see something. Go Rockets. All right, here we go, folks. About to call the old Antidote.
0: This is another peek behind the scenes. I know we've done this uh, once before, I think. I don't know if it ever made the final cut or not, but um, I'm going to put my headphones in now. Boom. Going to turn that on. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to go like that, and we're ringing checking my audio levels we're still ringing oh i guess i'm a little early i'm a couple minutes early and he's not answering fantastic oh voicemail i'm not gonna leave a voicemail because that's lame so I guess um, this first, I don't know, four minutes, I'm going to take take some liberties here and do, uh, do, a, do a little solo until I get a call back here. Um, you know, this is The Rockaroo. It's a Colorado Rockies podcast dedicated to talking about the Rockies of Colorado. Though, um, you know, lately they're really playing more like the Colorado Um, I don't know if any any of you Rockies fans are still watching the team these days but um, looking looking real like out there (laughs) yeah
1: yeah you know you know that's all